What's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. It is, in fact, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. My God, as insane as this year has been, we all have a lot to be grateful for. I'm not one to say that you should save all your thanks and gratitude for one day of the year. You should be reminding yourself of that every single day. However, it's a great moment for those of us who forget the blessings in our life to stop, spend some time with loved ones, look around us at our lives and everything we have and be thankful for it. So today's a great day to do that. I am incredibly grateful. I'm grateful for this day, for this blessing, the blessing of this new opportunity to create, love, breathe, inspire, empower, and do everything I love to do, experience joy. I'm grateful for this magnificent mind-body vehicle that carries me on my journey through life. I'm grateful for you all. I'm grateful for the trees, the animals, the ocean, the sky, the sun, water. I'm very grateful. So today's episode of the podcast is with Carolina Reese Oliveira. She has a PhD in biochemistry and is the CEO of One Skin. She's a brilliant woman. They have her her and her company have revolutionized skin therapy with the use of peptides. Uh, her background is in stem cells and tissue uh, regeneration. It's fantastic stuff. It's really interesting. I'm a big fan of science. I'm a big fan of looking beneath the lens, getting behind the curtain, taking a deeper look at how this world around us functions, how we function. I'm not so much a fan of the dogmatic nonsense that's been weaponized to instill fear and insanity across the world. However, I am a fan of science. I think science is a fantastic tool. It's a great discipline. But we can't get too wrapped up in it because it doesn't, once again, it doesn't have all the answers. So in this conversation, we really dive into molecular biology. We get pretty granular, although I like to think that I'm able to bring things down into layman's terms. So this is all very accessible and very understandable. We look at the structure of life, cells, microbiology peptides, stem cells, DNA, how these things work, what it looks like, the processes they're in. Um, really fan, fantastic stuff. Very interesting. I had a ball. She's super smart and uh, has a ton of great information. So I think you guys will enjoy this one. Um, before I send you off, if you're a fan of the fungi, be sure to head over to wake.net. You'll find all the fantastic mushrooms, lion's mane, cordyceps, reishi, turkey tail, comprehensive health blend to boost that immune system, boost your cognitive function, keep you in tip-top shape as we all need to be. Use code EBBINFLOW to get 10% off your next order and free shipping. Be sure to take advantage of that. For great coffee, head over to invadercoffee.com. Use code THEEBBINFLOW for 15% off your next order. Once again, I like to blend my coffee with mushrooms for an absolutely awesome start to my day. So that's about it, folks. Lots of love to you guys. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Please spend time with the people you love, your friends and family. No better time to do that than right now. I highly encourage it. I hope you guys have a fantastic day, sitting in your highest greatness, being in your power. The world needs you. Lots of love. Peace. You have unlocked the eternal link to internal source, the key of imagination, your admission, access to the enlightened dimension. A gateway at the junction of darkness and light. The place at which the chaos of our conditioned frame of mind give way to a life in constant flux. 
only to be mastered through vigilant discipline. Peaceful times may come, testing times may go. This is the ebb and flow. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Ebb and Flow podcast. I'm your host, Evan Britton. It's great to be with you all on this fine day we have before us. Very excited for today's guest, Carolina Race Oliveira, the CEO of One Skin. It's so good to have you here with me, Carol. Yeah, yeah. thank you so much, Evan. It's great to be here. Absolutely. Well, I'm very excited to dive into your story and your company and your your mission on this planet of what you're trying to get done and what you're trying to do for the world. So um, I think it's always, I always like to start with how did you get to this place and what is it that you do? Yes, that's a long story. So <laughs> I'll, I'll well, try good to... for the pod. <laughs> Uh, I'll try to yeah, bring an overview and then we can dive deeper in some of uh, pieces of it. So I, I have a PhD in stem cell biology and tissue engineering, and I was always interested in the, you know, the power of science to solve the most fundamental problems of humanity, uh, mainly related to the health of humans. So when I started to study science, I always saw an opportunity to, you know, find that cure for a specific disease and bring this to people in order to improve our quality of life. And when I was finishing my PhD, I got together with two colleagues um, and we decided to bring that research that we were developing the lab for more than 10 years to something that could you know, help or optimize the industry or people's lives. And the area of stem cell research, it's so, it's full of, you know, amazing opportunities. We can, you know, cure disease and we can grow organs in the lab. And one of the first applications that we saw for this technology was to grow human skins to replace animal testing. So we saw this as a very important need, uh, not only for the industry, but the population was really pushing for, you know, a more ethical system to develop you know new products being that cosmetics or drugs and stem cells allow us to grow any kind of tissue in the lab and skin is one of the easiest one because it's kind of you know simple layers that we can replicate in the lab so that's how we started Eventually, uh, we came here to the U.S., uh, we joined IndieBio, that's this biotech accelerator, and we needed to reinvent ourselves. We, we saw other companies offering a similar solution, and we decided to focus on the anti-aging market because this is a massive market. Uh, the population is getting older and older, and we need solutions that will help us to uh, not only live longer, but live healthier, right? And unfortunately, unfortunately, most of the products in the market, they are not really backed by science or they are, they are not delivering uh, based on the claims that they are making. So our first goal was how we can validate if those products that are meant to uh, rejuvenate the skin, if they are really working from a scientific point of view. And in this process of testing and developing a system to validate the efficacy of those products, we realized that none, most of them, they were not addressing the cause of the root cause of skin aging. And if we do a parallel of what we have in our healthcare system today, uh, most of the treatments that we have, we treat diseases, right? We treat the symptoms. We don't treat the cause of what's leading to that disease. So we saw an opportunity to apply 
all the you know the latest advancements in the science of, of longevity of aging biology to develop a product that really targets the underlying mechanisms that leads to skin aging and that also leads to other tissues aging so today when skin is focusing on developing solutions that will address aging from its root causes. Uh, the first product is a product to promote uh, skin health or skin rejuvenation. But since what we are targeting is a common mechanism to different tissues aging, this can be extended uh, to other tissues. And eventually our long-term goal is really to have a treatment that will keep our bodies uh, healthier longer. So again, maintaining our health so we don't need to repair what's broken down the road. So it's more a preventative uh, approach that we believe that can you know, be more effective in the long term. And that's what we are working today with One Skin. Mm. It's so it's so fascinating. I mean, I'm really fascinated by stem cells and peptides. Uh, sorry, Carol, will you hold on one second? Yes. No I'm just going to pause this for one second. All right. So stem cells and peptides. I'm really interested how you made that. What was the thing that sort of evolved in you that took you from stem cells to peptides? Yes. Uh, so when we decided to address aging biology, you know, understand what are, what are the most important mechanisms that leads to aging, um, we really dove deeper in the science. And there is a field around cellular senescence that's evolving a lot in the past uh, five years so basically cellular sorry cellular (laughs) senescence yes can you talk a little bit about what that is yes sure so basically our cells they replicate for around 50 times and when they reach this limit, usually they die or they enter in this state of cellular senescence. Mm. So we also call them like zombie cells because these cells, they should die, but somehow they can uh, stay alive, but they don't, they are not functioning well anymore, but they start secreting inflammation in your body. Mm. So... When we are young, our immune system recognizes those cells and clear, clear those cells up. Uh, as our immune system ages, we lose this ability to clear those cells out, and then they start to build up in our tissues. And this inflammation that they are secreting uh, leads to several leads to tissue dysfunction that leads to several age-related diseases. Mm. So these um, cells, they accumulate in our joints, they accumulate in our heart, in our brain, and leads to, for example, uh, osteoarthritis, cardiovascular disease, Alzheimer's, Mm. and so on. So it seems that the same cause is leading to several different age-related diseases. And what we saw is that by eliminating those cells so or there are drugs that can specifically, you know, clear those cells out or preventing the accumulation of those cells can prevent or treat what we call these age-related diseases. And we saw a lot of companies um, starting with this approach of treating uh, specific disease. And we thought about applying the same rationale to treat skin aging by preventing or eliminating senescent cells. Mm. So what we needed to do uh, in order to find what is a new compound or a new molecule that can do this job, and we start screening, testing different types of peptides because a peptide is a small uh, piece of a protein and has a biological function. It can act in different ways in our bodies. And we, we then uh, went out to find a peptide that could prevent or target senescent cells. 
And by doing this, we would prevent skin aging or we would ameliorate of the signs of skin aging. Mm. So we start, we start testing more than a thousand of peptides until we, we got to, to this one we called the OS1. And we show that this peptide cannot only reduce the amount of senescent cells in our skins, but it can, in fact, make your skin to look better. So basically, by treating what we believe that's, you know, the cause of skin aging in the molecular level, the end result is that you have a better looking skin because it brings your skin to a younger and more functional state. Mm. Um, and, the, and the way that we use the stem cells or skin-derived cells, uh, we can replicate those cells in the lab and we can grow skins that range from a very young skin, like neonatal skin, to a very aged skin. So by doing that, we can simulate the skin aging process in the lab, and then we can treat the aged skin with this peptide and see how much we are reversing the aging process uh, from you know, a tissue structure point of view, but also from the molecular level. Basically, we can measure the age of the tissue and then we can measure how much we are decreasing that biological age. And then we can confirm the, the effect of, you know, any compound that we are testing. Mm. It's so interesting. So when, so how, I'm curious in the process of this, because you said earlier that when we're young, our immune system it goes through our, it scans our system and it clears out these dysfunctional cells. Correct. Yeah. Makes, which makes complete sense. And as we get older, our immune system, which I'm kind of curious if, you, I don't know if this is your expertise or not, but the immune system, when you say the immune system, what is that system in our bodies? Like what are the mechanisms or what is the, uh, what are the functioning components of that that are going through our bodies and getting rid of these sick and dead cells? Because if I'm, I, I've heard this, I've read this many times and in my own seeking and understanding of how our bodies work and the health of our physical bodies, our cells, our physical body, literally the cells of it die and regenerate every seven years. So every seven years, we have a completely new physical body. Is that correct? Uh, not for all of organs. Yes, some okay. organs, yes. For, for example, the skin uh, regenerates much faster in one okay. month. Basically, you, uh, you grow a new skin. But other organs like your heart or your brain, uh, this process is much slower. Okay, that's good info. So then what are the components of the immune system that are going in throughout our bodies and clearing out the, the dysfunctional cells and letting the new ones come into being or regenerate the old cells? Yes. So our immune system uh, is composed to different types of uh, immune cells, uh, leukocytes. There is one called natural killer that mm. re recognize uh, those cells that need to be eliminated and basically connect to this cell and induce the cell death of the cell that's connecting to. Okay. So there are these types of cells, uh, lymphocytes, and natural killers that can help doing this, this kind of uh, you know surveillance process but with aging aging those cells also start like to get less effective and then they can't do the job very well mm. so that's why we need both to boost our immune system but also to build to boost our own um tissues to work properly so we uh -huh. don't accumulate that many of senescent cells and the way that we yeah. can do that is basically increasing the ability of repair damage because age comes from you know an accumulation of damage and if our bodies and our cells are more equipped to uh, repair this damage we won't have you know a lot of senescent cells in our tissues 
Uh-huh. So when the peptide, when you're testing these peptides on the senescent cells, so, because senescent cells are basically, like you said, they could be identified as these zombie cells. They're dysfunctional. They shouldn't even really be there. But Correct. somehow yeah. they've found a way to linger in your system mm-hmm. and yes. haven't been cleared out because as our immune systems age and these sites become, or these, uh, these immunocells become less efficient, mm-hmm. they fail to track down these dysfunctional cells, these zombie cells, these senescent cells. So when the peptide come, gets introduced, is it healing the senescent cell repairing it or is it getting rid of it yeah that's a (laughs) that's a great question and we are still doing a lot of experiments to answer very clearly our first hypothesis is that we can um repair the damage so the cell doesn't go to this Uh senescent state so for example that that just occurred as i was talking yeah so for example one of the experiments that we do we expose uh the skin cells to uvb radiation because Mm. uvb is one of the main um drivers of photo aging skin aging and uh, when we expose the cells to UVB and right after we treat them with the peptide, we see that we, ha- we have much less senescent cells than the ones that were not treated. So mm. even the, if they were damaged they, with the treatment, they're able to repair that damage. And then they, in the end, they are still healthy and functional compared to the one that's not treated. So our peptide works like boosting our own ability to repair the damage so we don't get uh, just an essence. The other way that it helps is decreasing the level of inflammation because Uh once senescent cells uh, secretes inflammation that kind of contaminates the cells around, it's like a bad apple effect. Uh Uh, So if we don't form senescent cells and we don't have that inflammation being released, we don't have this uh, chain effect of creating more senescent cells. Mm. So that's another way. But there are other companies working on a similar approach, not for skin, that they can really eliminate, induce the death of those senescent cells. Mm. And when they when they did these experiments in animals, it was very, very impressive. So, for example, when they treated like old monkeys, they saw that they, they were not much more like, they were not only much more active, but they started like growing black hair again. You know, they started like looking younger systemically when you eliminate those cells systemically for, from your body. So I think that's the future where this field is going. Uh, and at One Skin, we start with a top application because it's safer, so we can bring faster to the consumers. But in the future, we are probably going to have treatments that we will eliminate or, you know, clear those cells out from our whole body. That's the, the goal. I love it. I love it. So the, the, the idea is you strengthen the healthy cells or the ones that have not already gotten to senescence yet so that they don't reach that state. So you bolster the cells that are still there. Um, now, does that, when a cell is introduced to this peptide, does that allow it to have a healthy life cycle so that it can then die the way it's supposed to and be removed and then a new cell can come in? Yes, the data that we have seen is that uh, the skins that are treated with this peptide, they they form again a better structure. So that means that they can go to the right cycle. So when the skin uh, cycle is impaired, the skin starts to get thinner because you can't replicate well. So you don't form, you know, the whole structure that you have in a younger skin. 
while the skins that are still healthy, they replicate, they form the keratin layer, and then they die. And this process continues, like to renovate the skin. Uh, so at least in skins, uh, we have seen that that's how it's working. We need to explore this for other organs and other tissues. What we have seen when we treated immune cells, because we did a separate experiments, um, we induced these immune cells to release anti-inflammatory cytokines. So when you have also less inflammation, you have you help like protecting your tissue from uh, creating more senescent cells. Mm. So there, it's very connected how you know skin yeah. cells interact with you know your immune system. Uh, but it's very interesting to see that we can act in different ways in the skin and in the in the immune system, but also uh, promoting in the end the health and you know improving the function of that tissue. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really, I think it's really interesting, you know, what we talked about, especially on our phone call last week, because I don't think, I think some people might go, huh, it's a, how does a skincare company or a company that's creating a skincare product feel it's actually a longevity company, but I thought you had such a great answer to that. So I think, and, and based on that interconnectivity of all things. So you, yeah, and I mean, that. yeah, and there is much more that we have been learning as we go on this path. So skin has been largely overlooked in, re, in related in relation to it's influenced to our longevity mm. because people don't realize that skin is our largest organ, right? And uh, since it's our largest organ and the accumulation of senescent cells or the deterioration of our skin can produce these inflam inflammatory molecules that can go to our body and, and can affect our body's levels of inflammation. So one of the main causes of chronic disease, uh, we call it inflammation. It's because your levels of inflammation in your body starts to increase. And, uh, and before, scientists have thought that this inflammation was coming from the immune system or from the liver. But right now we have this hypothesis that this inflammation may be coming from your skin. So because of the size of this organ, uh, in small increase of the inflammation can really, you know, influence your body's inflammation. And this can, you know, um, in, improve your chances to have cardiovascular diseases and Alzheimer's and even cancer. So now we have a different way to look at your skin. And if we see this connection of skin with your overall health, we need to be taking care of our skin as we age, not only, you know, because we, we care about looking better, but, but for sure we care about not developing chronic diseases, right? Mm -hmm. So to me, this is very interesting and it is something that we want to explore more. So another example of that is that uh, there was this study at UCSF where they applied this cream topically on uh, patients for 30 days. And after these 30 days, they measured the levels of inflammation in their blood. And they could see that, and the patients, they were around 50 years old. And they could see that the patients treated, they decreased the levels of inflammation closer to the levels of a person of 30 years old. Mm. So by treating your skin, you are yeah. reducing your body's level of inflammation. You are rejuvenating your body internally. Mm. And this is so, so exciting, you know? Yeah, that's that's really profound. There's this, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're <laughs> familiar with this, but... Um, there's uh, a certain philosophy called hermetic alchemy, and there's seven principles of it. And one of the principles is, as above, so below, and so below, as above. And that applies to everything in the universe, including us, including human beings. So it's really interesting to apply that here when you think about 
the health of your skin and the health of your internal body and why wouldn't they be interconnected and then like you said if you're experiencing inflammation in the skin and it gets to such an out of control extent it's sending these messages to all the other cells because all our cells communicate right everyone our cells are just like in constant communication and that's why our thoughts are so important and how we eat and how we live and how we take care of ourselves because we're just like in this constant communication with ourselves and the environment and every and that comes down to the molecular level of our cells Definitely. Yeah. yeah, So it's so, I really love this approach and and what you guys are are stumbling into, or maybe not stumbling into it, but what's your really, what's being revealed in your work. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Before we had an idea, of course, the skin reflects, uh, you know, uh, our health internally. So if you don't sleep well, or, for example, if you drink a lot and uh-huh. the next day, you're going to look terrible, right? You're going to have dark <laughs> circles. So it's it's clear, like you can yes. totally see that. But I think um, we are going like even further and understand that that's not even temporarily like our skin is really reflecting our health internally. So mm-hmm. there are studies showing uh, the correlation of like skin appearance and your risk of cardiovascular diseases. So a lot, I think we are gonna evolve much more in in understanding, you know, this connection. But as you said, it, it is all connected. And if you want to, you know, live our best healthy life, we need to treat not only internally but externally too, right? Yeah, for sure. And that's a big thing for men. I think in particular, my wife is fantastic with her skincare. She has a daily practice, a daily routine, you know, and I'm like, I don't, you know, I'm not, I I do a lot of things, but skincare is not one of them. One of the reasons being, I will say this, and, and maybe you have some insight on this, but I've always had very oily skin. So my Mm -hmm. skin is just like, naturally, it's very it's super healthy, you know, and it, and yeah. whenever throughout my life, even when I was a teenager, I didn't really have a whole lot of issues with skin, thankfully. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a pimple here and there, yeah. but I was very lucky. But if I put anything on my face, I would get a pimple or I would mm-hmm. get a breakout, you know. Mm-hmm. So I've always been very skeptical of putting anything on my skin, but my wife has really introduced me to this idea because I think for men in particular, we don't really take care of our skin. It's sort of an afterthought. Yes. And a lot of time is because you don't trust all the products that are out there, right? So men, they are usually more critical. Like this is all BS. I'm not (laughs) going (laughs) to spend money on that. And, And I understand that. Um, and I, I also have oily skin and I also had some, you know, issues with product, products that could, you know, make a, uh, induce a breakout. Mm-hmm. But right now we, we are very aware of, you know, which ingredients can, you know, cause that. And mm-hmm. even for example, our first formulation and our brand is very much, uh, gender neutral, because we are focused on health, on skin health. It's not that much beauty or, you know, make your skin too glow. It's like having a stronger skin. It's having, you know, a resilient skin that will protect your body. So our product is very, uh, was designed to, uh, to match, you know, the needs of men and women. So we can, you know, kind of... Uh, include those first timers men that are still a little skeptical but they care about their health sorry and they they take supplements for you know to to be healthier and you know stronger why why not a supplement for your skin why Mm -hmm. why not to treat your skin as well so uh i i think uh, our company brings this you know more neutral perspective uh to be able to include everyone because sorry in the end it's all about health right yes yeah and uh you know 
I think it really, I mean, you've really illuminated this thing for me. Cause I think that's so, it makes complete sense. You know, the health of your skin is a reflection of the health of your internal body. You know, it makes so much sense. So I, I'm, I'm a big fan of peptides as we talked mm-hmm. about, um, in our phone call, I told you, I was asking you if you knew about combo, which is the, the shamanic ceremonial medicine that's called the warrior cleanse and they burn it into your shoulder or, or, or different parts of your body. And you have this purging experience and that is the venom of the green monkey frog. And in that venom is this peptide. And that's sort of the active ingredient of what goes through your system. And what I think the way the medicine really works is it really clears out all the damaged uh, cells and toxins and it clears you completely out emotionally and physically. So I'm interested in, in this peptides in particular and, and how they're utilized and what they are and, and as far as like what, what they are in nature. Because a peptide, like you said, it's an amino acid, right? It's a protein. Yeah. Okay. Peptides are the building blocks of our protein. And so they can form these bigger structures that, for example, will build our, you know, big proteins like collagen uh, and these, you know, basically sustains our bodies. And, uh, but they also can act as signaling molecules. So mm. once they are, you know, in, individualized, they can bind to the cell and they can activate a whole range of, you know, reactions in the cell. So inducing that, that cell to behave in a different way. So, for example, our peptide, it goes to the cell and improves the cell capability to repair damage. So mm-hmm. I'm, the mechanism of action should be different from, you know, the peptide of this, the peptides including this venom. But in the end, we are inducing this damage repair or, you know, this cleansing. Mm-hmm. So the end result could be the same. There are peptides that works, you know, in a variety of ways, uh, but they have this ability of be, uh, it's a, they are like signaling molecules. They signal oh. for a cell to do some specific, you know, function. Mm. So, and, and you can, there are peptides derived from plants, from animals and, you know, even from humans. And the research on them is so extensive because there are so, it's like limitless the number of peptides available. So trying to find the applications to all of them is something that, you know, we can keep researching basically forever. But this is the beauty of using our biodiversity to trying to find what we have in nature, what we have that, you know, from animals or plants that can help us, um, you know, to uh, treat some conditions or, you know, to improve our health. So it's yeah. a very, very exciting field. And, uh, and in some cases, for example, this one that uh, is found on a venom, in a small amount, the peptide is effective. In, in a higher amount, it can be toxic. Yes. So there is a very <laughs> fine line there too. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really interesting. And in the, in the case of combo too, it's also very important how it's administered because if you, for instance, just took the venom orally, you'd be super sick, you'd probably be paralyzed, it would work as a neurotoxin Mm -hmm. and do a lot of damage to you. But because they burn it in there, there's a very particular reason for that, because the burning actually eliminates some of the other more deleterious or damaging compounds that are in there, which is interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting because depending on the receptor or or the cell type that the peptides binds, it can have one or another effect. So Mm. probably through your oral system, you you will bind to different peptides than, you know, intramuscular. 
That's really interesting. Now, I'm also interested in what is the difference? Are stem cells peptides or are stem cells something else entirely? Yeah, no, stem cells uh, are cells that can multiply and originate other cell types. So for, for from our stem cells, we can create a skin cell, a brain cell, a heart cell. Mm. Uh, a, yeah, so these basically form, the stem cells forms all of our organs and tissues. Uh, and on all of our organs, we have a pool of stem cells. So for example, in the skin, as our skin renovates, we use our pool of stem cells and then we replace the skins that are being, um, that are dying, that are being renovated. Mm -hmm. uh, some organs, it's a little harder to activate those stem cells. Uh, so they don't proliferate as much as the skin. And the peptides are the, again, the, the, the cells is made of made up of proteins. So the cells, the peptide compose the proteins that forms the cells. Mm. So we, we need both to have, uh, you know, this renovation or this tissue functioning properly. So on the, on the, on the map or the ladder of molecular structure, a peptide is a component or a building block of a cell. Yes. Now, we also talked about something else that was really interesting about DNA and how peptides can be used to go in and turn on and off DNA or specific yes. markers. Yes. So what we were talking about, it's about our biological age and how this compares with our yes. chronological age, right? Uh -huh. So as we age, uh, one thing that we can change is our chronological age, but our tissues, uh, our cells accumulate, uh, you know, modifications in our DNA. And uh, these change which genes are activated or inactivated. So we call this epigenetic change. Mm. Uh, and, and this is mainly influenced by our, you know, life habits, you know, nutrition, exercise, and so on. So uh, our cells, our DNA accumulates those chains and basically our cells ages. But what we can do, what it's possible to do is to remove those chains or those uh, modifications from our DNA and reverse our biological age. Uh, mm. So it's almost like also clearing up those, you know, those modifications that happens in our DNA that impairs basically our cells to read the DNA properly. So instead of secrete a protein that's very functional, they secrete a protein that's not so functional. And this, in the end, the cell starts to deteriorate. But there are ways that we can kind of induce this um, reversal or this, you know, cleansing process on your DNA and your cells start to functioning properly again uh, and that's what we measure with our products if our peptide in the end is inducing this decrease in our biological age uh, because this can show that our, our cells and tissues are performing more like a younger cell and it's very cool this way to measure because now, for example, when we are developing what we call longevity therapies, we don't need to follow people for 10, 30 years to see if that therapy will work because we can measure pieces of our tissues and we can measure by the DNA if we are already promoting this um, age reversal uh, process in our biological age. So mm. for example, if I, if I get a piece of your skin, I can sequence the DNA of your skin. I can see the amount of the modifications that you have accumulated and I can give your skin biological age. And then I can compare with your chronological age 
and tell you, okay, Evan, you are doing great. You, you know, your skin is really younger or not. So maybe you need to do, you know, take more care of your skin. And so this is a way that we can allow people. I know that's not ideal yet because we still need a piece of your skin, but at least we can allow people to understand um, how they, their biological age is related to their chronological age. Mm. And ideally, we'll be, you know, reducing our biological age as much as possible so our tissues will keep performing uh, well. Mm. I really want to try some one skin. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> um, the product's available now, right? Well, the products right now is out of stock, but oh, okay. uh, <laughs> good, for you. good for you. That's great. Yeah, we, we got a great traction uh, after we launched, but we are already working uh, on replacing the order. So you can um, add your email there and we will be not- notifying everyone when the product is available. Awesome. I love that. Um, and I'll have all that available. I'll have a link for everybody in the, in the show notes when the podcast airs so they can go directly to the website and order some or get, get on the list to get some. (laughs) Yeah. And, and besides the product, uh, we have a lot of content that we are producing around longevity, around, you know, how you can make better choices today to really have you know a healthier and better life tomorrow and everything that we put out there is completely uh, backed by science we are very stringent with all the content that we bring because we want to make sure that we are delivering meaningful information and as we were talking it's not only about your skin it's about your overall health and uh, there is information about, you know, fasting, nutrition, exercising, and how it. this affects our biological age. You know, what we can do to be biologically younger. So that's the, that, the goal. That's so awesome. I love that you guys, you know, really, you're really advocating for the holistic uh, push, you know, rather than it's not about necessarily one product that's going to change your life. But on that note, are there things that we can do to increase our own peptide production? Does our body have the ability to produce its own peptides? Mm, Yes, we are constantly, you know, as we renovate ourselves, uh, we need to have the building blocks. So what we eat will... Allow us to have, you know, more source of, you know, amino uh-huh. acids to build uh, those proteins, uh, and then and then it's not only, you know, having a lot of protein, but that protein needs to be accessible to the cells that are going to uh, that need to be, you know, um, replicating or. Uh-huh. building more protein so a lot of protein our cells build and they secrete so for example in the skin they secrete collagen and they secrete elastin that are important to keep your skin so that's why it's a combination of having a you know a healthy diet that you uh-huh. need to have a good source uh, of protein so a lot of people for example they ask me if uh drinking collagen if this will help like you know having more collagen in your skin and the the explanation that i bring is that bringing drinking collagen will allow you to have more peptides available more protein available so your skin can potentially grow or produce more collagen it's not like a direct correlation Uh the collagen needs to be degraded, absorbed, and then eventually get to your skin to be, you know, produced uh, again. Mm. And, there are, and there are products topically that also help your skin cells to produce more collagen. So in the end, it's a combination, but for okay. sure, yeah, it's related to your diet. Yeah, that's really interesting because, you know, obviously in the health and fitness world, protein shakes and 
also collagen and coffee, bulletproof coffee, you know, it's loaded it with loading it with collagen and healthy fats. That's really, uh, I think that's interesting and a, an important piece of the puzzle where you're taking this stuff in because there's essential and non-essential amino acids, right? So there are some that our bodies can produce on their own, but then there are others that we have to get through our diet. Yes. And so the ones that you consume, it's not like when you drink a protein shake, the the amino acids and the protein just go straight to your muscles and build the muscle tissue. It's like your body takes it in and now has the resources to do what it needs to do, to do the work. Yes. Yeah, basically you are giving the fuel to your body to be able to, mm. uh, yeah, to uh, work and, yeah, you have the material that the body needs right. to build the, you know, the, the, those building blocks again. Yeah, so if you think of your body as a structure, as like a building, your cells are the, are the construction workers. And then you, when you eat, you're giving, you're providing your, your construction workers with the proper materials to build yeah. the structure or to fix it or to, you know, keep it standing, basically. Yeah, the, the peptides would be like the bricks, right? That uh-huh. it to- <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> well, this has been so good, Carol. I, I'm not sure. Is there anything... What does the future of OneSkin look like? What do you guys really, what's, what's your vision for your company? Yes, the, I, I love working with aging because there is so much that we can still do in this field. And there is so much exciting things happening in the science. Um, so OneSkin, we have delivered this first product for skin rejuvenation, but our long-term goal is really to explore uh, the treatment or the application for other diseases or not disease. We want to prevent the diseases. So we want to apply this peptide in, you know, uh, systemically that uh, can act in a way that can extend our health and we can be living uh, younger and more functional for longer. Mm-hmm. So we are going to start validating this um, peptide in other models of, you know, studies uh, that we can see applications for skin. I don't know if I have mentioned this when I talked to you, but we did this preliminary study where we fed uh, worms. These worms are called C. elegans. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. So that's a very cool uh, Tell experiment. Them. Tell them. Tell <laughs> yeah. us about it. So C. elegans is a is a very well known model to study aging because mm. the worm lives around like twenty days. So if we feed the worm and it lives like you know, 25 days or 30 days, we see that that compound that we are feeding is extending the lifespan of the worm. So when we fed them the, these worms with OS1 or peptide, we not only saw that they lived uh, longer, but they were much more active throughout their lives. Yeah. So the control group in the first days, they were active, but then they start like... Uh, getting like sedentary they couldn't move anymore while the treated group they were until like the end of their their lives they were still super uh, active and they have you know this vigor that's Mm -hmm. what we call about you know health span we want to extend the, the time that we live in good health uh so this was a very interesting data that our peptide can really work uh, in improving the function of our tissues and not only extending the time uh, that we are living. And that's what we want to explore further in our next studies. Uh, but I usually say, and my co-founders too, that we want to get to our 80s still, you know, doing everything that we do today, yeah. dancing on top of a table and, you know, yeah. traveling <laughs> around the world. Yeah, we don't want to have 
and the, the perception that we have today about aging that brings limitations to our lives, right? Yes. We want to be able to do whatever we do today and, and science and technology will allow us to get there. So it, it's, it's very interesting what's coming ahead in terms and we'll be benefiting of all of these technologies. So yeah, yeah great things uh, to come. I love that. It's such a, it's turning the, the current medical model on its head. You know, the, we live in this world where because of the, the pharmaceutical medical paradigm, people think, you know, you just live and you eat crap and you don't exercise and you drink alcohol and you, you know, at the end of it, you're tired and you're ready to die and you take pills and that's about it, you know, but when you really live your life and you take responsibility and accountability and you love life and you enjoy yeah. it and you eat right and you exercise and you love your your friends and family and you have great relationships and you have an adventurous outlook you know your health and the you know you can and then you apply these techniques mm-hmm. like you utilize the what these wonderful um revelations of science that you know for instance your company is provided and you learn how to live in a preventative mode rather than a you know let's put a band-aid on it when when the disaster hits like let's really live our lives in a way where we're living with abundant health and abundant energy and let's you know let's create a surplus of that in ourselves I love that, you know, because that's really what I'm all about. And I see a lot of light in the world that people are really beginning to live that way, you know, and companies like yours really bolster that way of thinking and that way of being. Yes. And I think before the society or we we were thought that uh, uh, there was only one way, right? Aging hit us and we are going to, you know, get all of the disease and that's yeah. it. We can't, we can't do anything about it. Yeah. And today we are learning, no, we are the owners of these bodies and we can do a lot today. And this can totally change, you know, your, uh, your future ahead. So science it. is here to, you know, to reinforce, to support that. But again, as you said, uh, it requires this ownership, right? This mm-hmm. uh, you you taking action today. But yes. uh, I think that this realization and this consciousness, uh, it's you know, will help people to make better decisions. I think before we were not aware, so that's the first problem. <laughs> when we start to understanding that we can do things about it, then at least, uh, yeah, that's a good beginning. Yeah, no doubt. The acknowledgement and the understanding of, of where we're at, that's the first step. Yes. Well, I love that, Carol. Thank you so much. That was such a great, great uh, point to end on. And uh, I really appreciate you and your work and how you think and your outlook on the world. It's so necessary right now. So thank you for joining me today. Thanks a lot, Evan. This was great. Um, talk more soon. I'll send you a product. <laughs> oh, I would love that. I would love that. Uh, yes, definitely. Um, thank you so much. Uh, is there a way before we before I I stop the recording here? Do you want to let people know where they can find more information about One Skin about you? And I'll have all of this in the description as well. Yes. uh, On our site, oneskin.co, you have the founders and you have the links for our, you know, social media, LinkedIn. And uh, yeah, you can definitely contact us there. We are, you know, 24-7 there to answer your questions and provide good value to everyone. That's awesome. All right. Uh, Well, thank you again. I hope you guys got a lot out of that conversation because I sure did. It was a lot of fun, a lot of great information uh, from Carol. So thank you so much. 
Hey, the greatest way you can support me in this show is by rating it, reviewing it, subscribe on whatever platform you listen to this podcast on, as well as we're also available on YouTube now. So very excited about that. That's about it, y'all. Until next time, I'm Evan Britton, and I'll see you guys on the flip side. Peace.